Oh, good afternoon. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on The Fan. 1079. It's the sinus edition today. Sounds like it. It is. Sound a little snotty. Uh, snotty boy, you. I know. I didn't sleep last night. I had a bunch of meds in me. And I got this sinus thing going on, which means I probably got COVID. Probably. Yeah. Probably. That's it. You look like COVID. Could be COVID. Quacks like COVID. Yeah. Walks like COVID. COVID. I, I know uh, we don't have three for Thursday today, but you've got your, you've got your it's pick. It's still disappointing. And- I've got a, a, a sort of three for Thursday for you. What? So you kept this to yourself. You, you yesterday basically poo-pooed well, the end of three yeah, for Thursday. This is just a sort of three for How do you do a sort of? That's like being sort of breaking. I've got three choices for you on uh, the biggest thing to happen and since we were here last, the biggest thing to happen. I got three well, I've got one. Okay, I've got one I can throw in there. Well, I've got a gender two. reveal today. Ah, that? Woman. me? <laughs> I can't ever tell anymore. <laughs> the shirt you got on? I'm not sure. Try the shirt. I don't know. I, it's I, uh, I had some shirt. What was that color? <laughs> I believe it's uh, nectarine. <laughs> I saw that. What's wrong I with nectarine? I don't know. I just went in the middle of a dreamsicle today. That's what I'm like. I'm like the old Buccaneers. Oh, okay. Leroy Selman. Yeah. Buccaneers. That's, what are you talking about? Buccaneers was a little more manly than that. So This is quite the manly shirt. Thank yeah, you. If you like dreamsicles. Wow. No, we had a gender reveal. <laughs> Grandbaby. We got a boy. We got a girl. What do we got? Yes. Got one of each? No, we already have one. Okay. We're having a girl this time. Oh, okay. So we got, we got the uh, one of each uh, package here. Yes, we do. I've had that. That's great. I've I've had that. Yes. I recommend it to anyone. One of each. You should experience both. Oh, I have. Yeah. I had yeah. a snoot full of both. Yeah. Now I'm about to have a grand snoot full of both. Granddaughter. Granddaughter time. All right. Well, uh, will she go by Charlie? No. <laughs> Apparently, they're going with uh, Alexandra Isabel. Oh, oh, yeah. Yes, but I think they're going to go with <laughs> Bella. Okay. So, well, I wonder. Bella, Isabel. They're going to go with Bella oh, okay. as kind of a uh, shorty nicknamey uh, kind of thing. But Bella. She's, she's a real girl. She's not just a yeah. No, no, she's a real girl. <laughs> and they actually argued about this. Do they do Bella Alexandria do, do I A Z or A I Z? Yeah. Not that it mattered, I didn't think, but yeah. apparently it did to them. The millennials, they're all about the oh, yeah. order of names, how they look on a monogram uh, uh, thing. I didn't know this. Yeah. I didn't want to reveal anyway, but they did it today. They made us endure the reveal today. Was it online? Did you see that online? No. They uh, send it, smoke? This is how they do it. They send us a box from Eminem. And Eminem apparently does, like, the gender reveal Eminem. You either get a bunch of blue ones in different shades or you a bunch of pink ones in different yeah. shades. So we get the box. Came in the mail yesterday. We have to confirm the box unopened is here. Then they go and schedule a Zoom meeting time when we when we basically unveil the gender yeah. of the M&Ms. And no, 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 they're regular. No nuts. It's girl. No <laughs> no nuts in this package. That's when you know. That's I didn't look close. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. All right. So there's my thing. What did you, 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 
Brussels M&M's. Oh, they're going to Croatia. Oh. Here's the weird part about this. So they send them to us, and then we have to take them to them. Ah. Wow. So we get... So it's like an invitation. Kind of. Okay. I guess. We still haven't given them the, the blue ones from the last yeah. kid. We still have. We forgot to take them with us. So now we got to have one of each. Well, and they're probably... They're probably going to get confiscated in uh, in customs anyway, uh, and they'll just, take them away. I'd eat them right, or go, right before I go across the border and then deliver them to their house like it was a drug deal. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm, Lisa Zach will be the mule. How about that? Yeah. Chop down on yeah. the sucker yeah. right before you get on the plane, hold it until you get to their house, and then drop an M&M in <laughs> Here's your delivery. <laughs> Yikes. Speaking of delivery, uh, there you there, go. So that's my thing for today. Well, I can't top that. A grandchild. I know, right? Yeah. I no. should let you do your three first. And, uh, yeah, you should have. Yes. Now, I was going to ask you, in the last 24 hours, what's been the biggest, most amazing thing? Has it been the supermoon? Did I didn't watch it. I was sick yesterday. Uh, well, I didn't should have. Super, you have. Was I was it? looking at the super throne. Uh, was the Superman the nine two thousand uh, Cornhusker fans at a volleyball game? That was pretty amazing. Or the fact that the Q two opened today in Texarkana, <laughs> which was the biggest thing that's happened in the world since we last met. Well, since you you, you limited it to the world, yeah. that probably hurts the Q T chance in the world. In the world. You're uh, going to claim that as the number one thing in the uh, world. Those have not been to QT yet. Have you been there already? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, like, since this one's opened. Yes. Today. This one. I got a steak and cheese taquito and then a wow. uh, smoked sausage. You get two for three fifty. Yeah. Off the roller. Yeah. Right, right off the roller. Yeah. So, That's uh, as clean as you're going to get. Now, uh, I do, uh, a lady that I knew, uh, I won't name her name because I don't want to embarrass her, but uh, somebody I knew there, and her comment to me was she had never seen so many wieners. And uh, I said, well, you need to get out more often. Because or did you question that? <laughs> no. so I'm pretty sure you have. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> Without throwing names out there, I think I'd say I'm but she said she'd never seen so many wieners in one really? place. But I'm just telling you, if you have not experienced a QT, it, it, it's the best thing ever come out of Oklahoma. <laughs> QT is the reason God made Oklahoma. Okay, now you get up four days a week for Kirk and Company. Yeah. Is that an on the way here or an on oh, the way home stop? I wish. I wish it was on the way here. So it's on the way home stop. It will be for a while. Okay, so four <laughs> days a week. They're going to be seeing you. Oh, yeah. Man, I love I love QT roller food. So between now and uh, whenever they shut that thing down, you're going to go from uh, whatever your svelte weight I'm is. To, yeah. And gas. Woo. You had gas while you were in there? No, no. Oh. Uh, gas is so much cheaper there. You know, that corner, there's three other gas stations. Yeah. yeah. But today, their prices for a regular uh, gallon of gas uh, one of them was three fifty five, and the other two were three fifty nine. QT was three fifteen. Hello. Yeah, they'll be backed up in the pumps. There's a, well, <laughs> Eating up for those roller dogs, you will be too. <laughs> if you in the anyway. 
That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You're packing up at the pump. <laughs> you probably have wow. experienced the uh, wow. of winners that QT offers. Is gas state with the pumps just how many? Ten deep? Yeah. Steady? <laughs> I don't know. I was yeah, you're watching the gas? Is it lined up? I didn't get gas. I, I got gas for a taquito and a fresh sausage. Well, I got to get gas on my way to Marshall tomorrow. Well, I'd stop there at 315. Mm-hmm. Are you? Pay $3.55. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Those other guys. Are, see, that's the problem. When the new, newbie comes in, the old guys have got their old. They've, they've The three of them have pretty much monopolized oh, the yeah. price. They've got it set. Yeah. they not that we're going to argue about collusion. Prices were fixed more than Sark. I tell you. Wow. You're Sarkers. The Sark. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Back to the volleyball thing. Was that not crazy? That was pretty cool. 90 plus thousand people yeah. show up for a volleyball game. Yeah. Could you even see anything? Yeah. Little blurs down there. I'm sure they had it on the big screen. You go to a concert. It was it was an event. And now that volleyball is the sport of the University of Nebraska. It's, wow. It's, what? That's sad. Yeah, I mean, it it's is. fine, but it's sad. It's, and it's true. And it's sad. That's your sport. I wonder, more fans. First, Nebraska football game, which I think they're at home this week, yeah. or the, the volleyball It'll game. It'll be the same. It'll be the same. Same, same number. Same location, same number. Same number. Yeah. Only difference is they'll be excited about one of them winning, and the other one will just be another disappointment. Oh, I hear you. Sad. Blue moon, blue moon last night? I did. I'm not talking about the beer because I'll stick with Ultra. <laughs> but, uh, and was it all that? Was it that dramatic to see the big blue? You know, the first one it was not. It was very disappointing. It had yeah. kind of a tint like your shirt. <laughs> Tangerine. I've changed to tangerine. Questionable nature. And so uh, I I was disappointed. But later on, I went back out around 10, and there were some clouds. Okay. You got the true blue sense. You got blue. All right. It was ominous looking. It was very cool. And then I saw uh, where uh, Mike Gillum had taken a picture with the big lens. Oh, yeah. That sucker was really cool. My phone did not take that type of picture. Really? Yeah. It just looks like some clouds and a little dot. But. uh, I, uh, I I was impressed with the moon. Okay. Yeah. Now we don't get it again until twenty thirty seven. That's what I've heard. So that could be my last one. No, no. <laughs> You'll get at least that moon. Maybe one more, but that one you're pretty yeah. you're pretty guaranteed about that so, one. Uh, Is that fourteen years? Oh uh, yeah. yeah. You'll be mid seventies. Yeah. You won't know what it is, but you'll go out there and go. Well, you'll be like Mitch McConnell, huh? Huh? I'll go out and drool at it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but either way. It's been quite a 24 hours. Well, that was a kind of a cool three for Thursday. It was. I gave you three things there. I don't know which one is the largest impact on the world as you sold it. I would think probably more people saw the the moon than the other two. I'll give you that. Now, did that mess up the tides any? I have no idea. Okay. Trying to call some woman in North Carolina today for some insurance stuff. How'd that go? Oh, it didn't go well. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, internet phones and what's the remnants of the hurricane are not lending themselves to a successful use of the internet phone. Uh-huh. doesn't work well. So I don't know what it did to tides, but I know it did bad to a phone service. All right. Okay.
We got 13 after five. There's a little bit going on we need to yap at you about. Certainly, we're going to have picks of righteousness. We opened finally the college football season this weekend. For we did last stuff last week. No, no, it's for real. Everybody plays now. Texas plays. Arkansas plays. Aggies play. Everybody's playing. We'll come back. We got to talk about that second half hour, but a few, uh, some sad notes today. Yeah. We'll start with that when we come back. Leave in the yard. Zang and the Professor on the fan, 107.9. Have something to offer. With an open heart and mind, there is nothing you can't do. There's no gesture too small or too big when it comes to helping. Whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home, every bit of kindness counts. You can help keep pets and people together. Visit petsandpeopletogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Leaving the yard on 1079 The Fan is presented by Liberty Iowa ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. Now, back to Zach and the Professor. All righty, welcome back. 16 and a half after five, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the fan 107.9. Oh, a uh, ombudsman correction from yesterday. We had talked about the uh, home run for Bryce Harper, number 300. Uh, he is the 12th. I went back and looked. 12th. 12th active player with 300 or more home so runs. Who else has 300? Trout. Well, listen for me. Trout does. Giancarlo Stanton does. Nelson Cruz does. Is Cruz still on the roster? Yes, he's still. San Diego, I think. Yeah, picked up by Cindy. Uh, I yeah. miss that. Cabrera, of course. Yeah. Miguel Cabrera does. There's a handful of them, but okay. there are 12. All right. And there's one who's about to roll over to 12. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon's at 299. He's about to be 13. Okay. So we got a load of those guys. All right. The um, If you're a Cowboy fan, today stinks. Well, Uh-oh. You're hesitating. I, I like the fact that ESPN said – that he was one of the people who built America's team because Jerry now is a revisionist historian thinks he built America's team. And so... Well, of uh, course he did. He just monetized America's team. Gil Brandt actually was one of the architects of America's team. Yes. He built what... I know there's different ways to measure dynasties and certainly six Super Bowls is... No one else is close to that and... Oh, but uh, if you look at about a 15-year period there, the Cowboys were just phenomenal. They were in the hunt every year. You, you would kick off every year thinking they've got a chance. And they went to a bunch of NFC Championship games, and they uh, just were in the playoffs every year, and they had some tough losses, and that's really what made them America's team was the heart-breaking losses. So, so what are we going from the late 60s to early 80s? Yeah. Ice Bowl to the catch, basically. Well, even the year before the Ice Bowl, they okay. lost. The one at the Cotton Bowl. That was a tough loss, too. Yes. I mean, they lost the netball game. Yes. Yeah, people always think the Ice Bowl was a tough loss. but well, They both were. Yeah. But that era, yeah. those two but, games uh, to, the, to the catch. And then the next couple of years, the losses to Cleveland yeah. and all. It was just, there was some tough loss. The first trip to a Super Bowl. Was a horrific, heartbreaking loss, uh, and so thank you, Mike Curtis. Yeah, thank you, Mike Curtis. And so it was those tough Jim losses, Oak, yeah. those tough losses that really 
made people sympathetic towards Dallas and the fact that they eventually overcame it and, and won a couple of Super Bowls that made them uh, really America's team. And then Jimmy's success on top of that really kind of galvanized it. So where does it go where the Cowboys become reviled? Because if you go to the 70s, in the midst of the, the Dolphins, the Raiders, the Steelers, and the AFC, and the Cowboys tended to be the NFC representative with Minnesota, yeah. basically. Nobody really hated the Cowboys in the 70s, did they? No, they no. hadn't won anything. No, they were cool. They were hip. Yeah. They Roger. Had yeah, Captain America, the cheerleaders. Yes. Tex did a fantastic do- job of marketing them in a little more wholesome manner than what Jerry chose to do later on. But, uh, yeah, they were hip and cool in the 90s. No, no question. So the combination of Tom Landry and Tech Schramm and who we lost today, Gil Brandt, 91 years old. Gil Brandt was the guy who managed in a system that you were better off losing in draft picks. Brandt was able to hit on a few guys. He didn't hit on all of them, but he hit on a few guys particularly from some smaller schools oh, yeah. that turned the Cowboys into a perennial contender. And that's uh, the fact that you get a Harvey Martin from East Texas State Commerce, uh, Ed Jones from Middle Tennessee State. Uh, Drew Pearson. Uh, Drew Pearson from Tulsa. Uh, Jethro Pugh from Elizabeth State. That, these yeah. guys, Cliff Harris, uh, Cliff Harris from Washington yeah. is a fine example. Yeah. Those guys, he hit on some folks that uh, other people had overlooked, and uh, so at a time, you know, when today Jerry thinks he's got to be smarter than everybody else in the room, Gil Brandt for a while kind of was. And I think Gil Brandt messed it up for a guy like Jerry to think I can do what he did. I can find diamonds in the rough nobody else sees because, as you said, I know it better than anyone else does. Well, at the time that Gil was doing it, nobody else was doing it. Nobody was using computers. Nobody was doing algorithms. Nobody was putting together Billy Ball, basically NFL kinds of things. Just spreadsheets with a lot more people with a lot more information. Right. Everybody else was just doing an eye test. And someone would pop up on Gil's spreadsheet there and he would add information and they just had information that most teams didn't have at that point and probably push pittsburgh to doing the same thing yes because they found guys like john stallworth yes. who was from a historically black university yeah. who probably nobody would have seen if not for the steelers and going you could do it back then because the draft had so many more rounds and there weren't so many teams competing yes there are fewer teams, right. more rounds, and they were able to take advantage of those extra rounds. And so it was one thing when you t- reach for someone in the 12th round. Yeah. It's something else when you reach for them, you know, in round one or two like Jerry does. Yeah. Those should be pretty solid picks every year. And that's just it. He didn't – Gil didn't reach for guys early. No. You, you're, your money guys are your money guys, but yeah. your roster fillers – the guys who are going to be contributors, not necessarily stars, you could pull from yeah, smaller other, schools. Other than Ed 
Staples, who was the only one that was kind of off the radar that he reached for. But he was just such a specimen. Right. Yeah. So, anyway, we lost Gil today. I can't remember if Charlie or Cliff told the story with us that time, Charlie Waters or Cliff Harris. um, I want to think it was Cliff, but it could have been Charlie at Clemson. Uh, Gil showed up, and uh, he... uh, he brought him a new pair of shoes. He was trying to get him to sign, and he brought him a new pair, I think Stacy Adams type Dress loafers. Shoes. Oh, yeah, all right. And uh, he uh, he said, hey, I got a gift for you. I'm yeah. here to get you to sign a contract. And back then, most of these guys didn't have agents. <laughs> Gil, had a, shoes. Gil had a contract in hand, right. but he brought him a nice pair of shoes. He found out, I think he'd called the trainer at Clemson or whatever the – Manager said, "Hey, what size shoes?" So he brought him a really nice pair of shoes and smoothed him, got him to sign his contract, which was probably cheaper than you would think it should have been. Yeah. And part of the contract was a two hundred dollar bonus. And so when wow when he got to Dallas, um, he got his bonus check. You told him we got to Dallas to have his bonus check, and I think Charlie tells this story. And uh, when he opened up his bonus check. It was out thirty bucks because Gil took out thirty bucks for the loafers. That's right for the dress shoes. That's right. That wasn't a gift. That was a part of your advance. That's right. But you know, it's That's a different world. It's just a different world. Yeah. I mean, today we look at that and go, "How cheap? How stupid?" I'd be, I'd throw that. Back. No, back then, yeah. some of these guys had no hope to play. If it isn't a team like the Cowboys yeah. picking up the phone saying, "We think you can do A, B, or C." Come on and try it. Let's see what you got. Today, players would just laugh at that. They yeah. never even – they wouldn't take the shoes to begin – and you wouldn't bring them the shoes. No. You're like, that's stupid. Well, I wear them old man's Sonny, shoes. Sonny Vaccaro would say shoes still have some value. Not Stacey Adams? <laughs> Stacey Adams have value? No. I'm just Sonny figured out shoes were a commodity to trade in, but and, not, not like – and I agree. I think they're especially if they're unique, and especially if you make them tailored to the player. Like yeah. this is your, but Stacy yeah. Adams, yeah. I, I didn't see that being. Yeah. A, being I remember when we had Cliff and Charlie on. One of them telling us that story. I think it's it Charlie. I think Charlie that told yeah. us about. Them. Uh, Brad, take it out of his his signing bonus for the shoes. And I, I had forgotten. Not really, maybe forgotten's the right word, but as I'm reading the obit today in, in some of the uh, publications, that uh, Jerry fired him yeah. right after the, the Troy draft. Yep. And then Jerry cut him loose and said, yeah, thanks, and we don't but need you. But you know, stayed relevant for many sure years did. doing commentary. And you bet. People would call him up at draft time, so he'd kind of keep his board available because right. he was a, a known brand. Gil Brandt, Brand was yep. a known uh, entity, and uh, Gil parlayed that into popping up on talk shows and staying relevant really up to the last couple of years. So Now all three are gone, aren't they? Tech's yeah. been, how long has Tech's been gone? Oh, Tech's been gone a while. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's basically the... The holy trinity that made the team America's team. And you asked when did people kind of get off the... You know, the Cowboys, they got them in the 70s. Yeah. But it was when NFL films, it wasn't um, text. It was NFL films that created the moniker America's team. Right. It was it was a, a review of one 
other seasons, about 81, 82, something like that. And they put out the highlights that year. And at the beginning of the presentation, it referred to them and had the title America's Team. And it stuck. It stuck. Well, certainly Tex didn't refute it. No, no. And he no. took off with it. And, uh, but, you know, just a lot of things that, you know, Dallas, the country was down on Dallas after Kennedy's oh, assassination. Kennedy. That's, right. That's right. And uh, to have this resurrection, per se, for the image of a community, you combine it with the television show's popularity and the Cowboys' run, I think they kind of went hand in hand. So, there we are. We're going to take a break. It's 28 after 5, leaving the yard, Zach and the Professor. We are just moments away. We'll do that at uh, 545 from Picks of Righteousness. I'm all a tither over it. Uh, you should be. I am. We'll do that in just a little bit. Coming back here in just a couple. You're on the fan, 1079. You're listening to Leaving the Yard. Chuck Zach, Tony Kirk. You're listening to Leaving the Yard on 1079 The Fan. Brought to you by Liberty ILO ISD and our studio sponsor, Eagle Distributing. Welcome back. My water broke. <laughs> yes, it did. What the heck? That girl's going to get her sooner than we expected. <laughs> Jeez. If you're watching that on Facebook, uh, you got your snoot full of that. I got a bad styrofoam cup. It had the no. button too far. I tried to push it in. I blew it the cup It was an Audi. You got it. An Audi. I ate the Audi. And... <laughs> <laughs> poked it. I wasn't poking it, but I tried to move the Audi to an innie, and, and the styrofoam gave you way. You forgot the fragility of styrofoam, and you just pierced it. Yes, I did. <laughs> Thankfully, it didn't fall on the board. No, the water just, just fell on the on the counter. On the host. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually, I'm pretty dry. That's good, because I'd hate for you to melt over there, Dreamsicle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, whatever. The... Uh, Los Angeles Angels and their travails to try to be competitive today. You can put a bow in it because five of the six guys they acquired from draft choices and all the other capital they gave up. They sent to Cleveland. They <laughs> basically did. They released, waver, waved all of them. Five of them got picked up, three by the Guardians. And so I don't know how. Cincinnati got a couple. I don't know how if you're... What was the plane just headed towards Ohio? <laughs> just drop them, we'll parachute them. Just throw them out on the way. Was that where the angels happened to be? Were they on the road? I don't Cleveland know. Or? How ridiculous. Well, I, how does that not get a GM fired? Now, I guess the owner could probably have to be the one who signs off yeah. on, yes, that's our plan. And they were all bad. Yeah, but now it's the end of the year. The roster's are about to expand. They you go gave, bring bring their kids in, get them some experience. You gave up your your minor leaguers you do gutted a lot of your of your system yeah. for this supposed run yeah and and they tried it failed they their guys got hurt they had a terrible august yeah that's eight and 19 in yeah. august goodbye i mean 
when uh, last night when uh, Chapman hits that batter, I'm thinking, what do we send to Kansas City? <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's what you do. That's, no how, that's how the game works. That's right. At trade deadlines. That's right. you got to give up assets uh, to get things. Yeah, so it's part of it. Well, the Angels today watched all those. Wave the high flag and shut them the door. I, you know, Cleveland's not far out behind Minnesota. Of course, yeah. that division's so bad. That Cleveland's, I think, five games out or less. And picking up Giolotto, who had a really bad month in yeah. in Los Angeles. You know, get better. He couldn't keep the ball in the park. He gave up 10 home runs in the month. But Cleveland now has a chance to move a guy back into their rotation, and they may make a run at Minnesota before this is over. Maybe. They've had a disappointing season so far. I mean, they're under five hundred, but they're getting close, and now they've added pieces, and you got them for nothing. Which is a great. I mean, if you're their GM, you're like, this guy's a genius. He waited till the Angels imploded. He got all the good assets. But the Angels right now are a dumpster fire. Trout came back for what one game? Yeah. And they just, shelved him again. Just sad. I was looking at. We were talking about the Bryce Harper home run the other day, and when I went back and looked today, that Trout's at like 368, I think. And Stanton's at about close to the same number. And both of them have missed hugely significant time from being on the field because of injuries. And you figure where both of those guys would be, they probably would both be in the 420 to 450 range right now at 30. And Trout's, what, 31? So does that make you wonder about either one of them? Wonder what? You know. Wonder that? No, I'm not. Trout, no. I don't think Trout. I don't know Stanton either. I think that Stanton came in having pretty good power from the get go. I'm not. I'm not thinking he. Well, I'm not saying, up to recover and all that. They, I just think when you see some of these guys, how built up they are, and they, how often they break down. Those are two things that make you wonder. So now I think you ask is is let's talk about Trout. If Mike Trout decides, and of course his injuries are always fluky things, like it's a broken hand right now, yeah. he got hit by a pitch. It's a broken hand, so it's not like yeah. the hammies blew out or he's having knee trouble. He's certainly had back issues before, but you wonder does he come back slim down and thinking I'm going to try to get in better shape, even though it's not a shape issue, but because he's over thirty now. If I'm looking at the back end of this career, am I, am I going to look at it weighing, and I don't know what Trout weighs, he may weigh 230. Am I going to look at it being 230 to 240, or am I better off at 215 or 220? A little more svelte, a little less power, but a little more able to withstand the rigors of a 162-game season. I think he'll probably stay about where he's at and think continue so? with the pop power. he's got. Power gets you to the hall. Yeah. I mean, he's already got a Hall of Fame spot, I'm pretty I sure, think at this stage. Be with this. What, he got three MVPs? Yeah. I think he's in there already. I would think it'd be tough to keep him out unless... This keeps him, unless he stops now. Unless people begin to wonder. Nobody's going to wonder about Trout. All right, so we said we'd take a short break. Yeah. So we have a long stop set here. we got to come back. Picks of Righteousness coming up next. I've got to share Kirk Gibson's Picks of Righteousness with you as well. Because he emailed him, the Kirk Gibson. If you email them into me, I gotta share them. 
Okay. So we're going to take a break. You got a pick of righteousness. We Share are, it with us. Yes. If you can email them to Zach me. Yeah. At Chuck Zach dot whatever. What's, what's your email address? Can, no, I'm not can giving you give it. that I'm out? I'm not giving it. Give that out. No, I'm sure. not giving it. Never mind. We'll take a break. We're coming right back. On the fan, 107.9. 22 minutes till 6 o'clock. All right, we've got uh, about 19 minutes until 6 o'clock. We, we don't have a show tomorrow, so we certainly want to uh, throw out very quickly the uh, games and where you can find them yes. tomorrow here on our family of stations. We know Arkansas High on the road to Hamburg. And down on uh, 98.7 Rural Country. Yes. With Brandon and Matt. Yes. So we can find that. 7 o'clock start time. They'll probably pregame around 6. You don't want to make the two-and-a-half-hour drive. No. Liberty Ilo tomorrow night. We'll be uh, on the in road Perry. in Paris. And you can find them at 1071. Yes. With Tyler and Earl. Yes. Greatness. Yes. And Texas High Tigers. Not to forget, but here on the fan. Yes. They'll be in Grapevine at uh, Mustang Panther Stadium. And you can find them right here on 1079 The Fan. Indeed. So we got a, a snoot full of high school football going on tomorrow. So you got your choice. You basically spin that dial and you'll find one of those games. So, Are you getting music ready? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm getting this already here. Because after all, we don't do picks of righteousness without having at least our amazing. Music bed. How many years have we been using this thing now? I don't know. I got my money out of it. Four or five. I don't know. Five years. Yeah, we got our money out of it. All right, here you go. It's about being righteous. We're going to pick who we want. Yes, we will. We don't care if you like it. It's not about the punch press or what the papers say. Y'all tune in to the Peaks of Righteousness. Oh, my goodness. Every Thursday. There he is, former Kansas City Chiefs center, DJ Holloman. I don't think that's who that is. Oh, my bad. (laughs) But anywho, there you go. We don't do anything without the music first. That's right. Now, for those who are new to the presentation or new but... Try to forget their shtick. (laughs) (laughs) Old but haven't been here... It's been a while. For a, for a college football yeah. week. You may have been with us since maybe February. You've been around for six, Wouldn't eight months. We know of which we speak. Nah. But if you're, uh, if you're one of those folks, we take a minute always to help you understand exactly what picks of righteousness means. Well, you got a lot of sportscasters on the dial these days, Boy, you're Jim. not kidding. And nearly all of them come college football season. Won't you know how smart they are? So they give you their picks, their locks, their predictions. They want to show you how smart they are. But yet, you and I figured out early on, we're not that smart. But we're convicted. Are we convicted? We have been. I don't remember. And uh, we, instead, choose to pick who we want to win. But we'll tell you why we choose them. 
We're not trying to tell you who to bet on. No, don't bet on any of these. We're not if, trying to tell you, you know, look, we're smarter than the average monkey or sportscaster. Or bear. We're just trying to tell you who we want to win the dang ball game. Yeah. And away we go. Yes. So there's some Thursday games, there's some Friday games, there's some Saturday games, there's some Sunday games. Well, let's let's start with Thursday. Thursday games, there's a couple that are worth talking about. One of them in Utah, where the Utes host the Gators. As it turns out, it's good it's in Utah. It's a good thing. You don't want to be back in Florida right now. In-laws, our future in-laws went. They got on a plane a couple of days ago and went to Utah. Really? Yeah, left the... The homeland there in the north central Florida or just there on the west coast and went to Utah. They're going to the game? Probably. <laughs> then there's that. Yeah. All right, so Florida, who uh, upset Utah, if you will, last year, game yeah. in, in Florida last year. This is the back end of the home and home. Has to make the travel. They're pretty young. No Anthony Richardson. No Anthony Richardson, who will be the starter at Indianapolis. But... Utah will not have their starter back, who's no, recovering from an injury. Their quarterback, uh, Risling. Risling, is out with a uh, ACL that he hurt back in yeah, uh, he's January. Still mending. Yes. Well, that levels it a little bit. It does. And I truly, and I've said this on multiple occasions, thinks Utah is the great catch of the uh, Big 12. Yep. But because uh, on 125 uh, 25. Uh, one twenty-five, twenty-five. That's when the boys get married. One. Oh, it's the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to probably uh, cloud your judgment here. I'm going to the Gators. Chomp, chomp. Not in the swamp, but they're going to roll up there in Provo. Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> I do like Utah. I like that Utah is actually given some kind of stability, credibility to the what was for the last time this year, the Pac-12. I think this is a good win for the future home of the Utes. You get a pretty good win over a Florida team. We're, we're not going to argue Florida's going to be a national champion contender, but this would be a quality win for Utah. I think it helps the Big 12 look a little bit better in who they've invited in. I'm kind of... I hate to, I, I hate what's all going on with the Pac-12. I like the fact the Big 12's got some stuff going on here, and I'd like to see the Pac-12 go out knocking off people. Knock them off. So I'm going with Utah simply because I think it helps two conferences, and I don't really care what it does to the SEC. All right. All right. There's a couple of righteous picks for you, folks. Tonight as well, Nebraska not at home. No. They're actually they... at Minnesota. Oh, roll the Row the boat, indeed. We got Cornhuskers. We got Gophers. And I'll be honest with you, not a fan of the row the boat. Oh, I know. You don't like that. I'm that not a, wears on you. It wears on me in a hurry. I'm not a guy that likes a lot of shtick. You're a man who sleeps naked. No PJ. Oh, oh no. <laughs> no. Tom, no PJ for you. No PJ. <laughs> and And... Somewhere in my heart of hearts, I'd like to see Nebraska be relevant again. I'm not saying beat Minnesota does that, but as a Badger fan, I'd like to see the Gophers take a smack in the mouth early because we don't like Minnesota where I'm from. Around our parts, once you cross that river and go over toward, Missis- or toward uh, Minnesota, 
There's all bad stuff over there. Well, I'm glad we don't agree on this because uh, it's bad when we do. But I'm telling you right now, I hope they run them. I what? hope Minnesota runs the boat over them. They boat race them while they're running the boat. I don't like Nebraska because they got mad and the demise of the Big 12, a lot of it has to do with them uh, because they were so uh, uh, sad that they got beat in a ball game one day. They took their ball and left. They did. And I, uh, I'm i not a Matt Rule guy. I think Matt Rule somehow, because he had some players from Art Browse at Baylor, has parlayed that into jobs yes. he didn't particularly deserve. Not necessarily. But he's got the Nebraska job. He's going to get what he deserves. I don't think that's right. You tell me PJ Flex gonna stump all of them. All right, whatever. Uh, no good games tomorrow night, to be honest with you. Everybody's high schooling, so we'll jump to Saturday, where certainly the uh, the locals around here have their eyes on games. We'll start with Texas hosting the Owls of Rice. Uh, the prediction in the paper today was thirty eight ten, and uh, I'll be fine with that. I just don't want an embarrassing loss and even an embarrassing close game. I hope that uh, one Queen Yours comes out and lives up to the hype. Yeah. He's, I he's, hope. He's free of the uh, of the hair now, right? Yes. That's all I gone. The bullet's gone. that uh, he doesn't get set after halftime and Malik comes out and lights it up and all of a sudden we have – a controversy. Oh, I hope love that's a controversy. Not, yeah, that's my way that if he gets to be a blowout, Malik comes out and uh, lights up Bryce in the second half, and uh, all of a sudden everybody's like, "Oh, this guy can play." Well, you find out maybe he can. Something happens to you, or you want to know. Yeah, that's your guy. By the way, um, our boy Kirk Gibson says uh, Texas over Rice. That's his pick of righteousness, and he says it because of this. Uh, his dad got his butt kicked as a 1959 member of the Texas Tech Saddle Tramps Ooh. by some Rice hooligans at Rice's homecoming back in 59. So as a result, he has nothing but contempt for the Owls. Wow. You know, there I, were I hooligans down there. I can't there. believe I, the Saddle Tramps were probably cowboys back then yeah. and, and some academic types. Yeah. Yes, hooligans. Wow. Like a bunch of British soccer fans. I don't know if I would have shared that story. He did, and now we know. <laughs> All right. Uh, Arkansas opens the season. It's a who cares Western Carolina game. Well, we're going to win Pig Suey. Ooh. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I choked. Them. They better not choke. <laughs> they better not choke. I know. It, I, I think Western Carolina is no Citadel. I would hope not. I would hope not, but uh, I don't think anybody around here is going to root against the Hogs unless no. you live on the Texas side of the line. Then you probably don't no, care, no, and no. you root the against the Hogs. But rooting for the Hogs. We are righteously rooting for yes. the University of Arkansas. Texas A&M has New Mexico. Before I let you have that, uh, here's uh, Kirk Gibson's. Jimbo needs a job, and my daughter pulled senior class tickets on the first deck for Saturday's game against New Mexico. Wow, that's so pretty that's cool. Go Ags. Go Ags. Yeah, I'm good go Ags there. I don't want the Ags to be spoiled this early. <laughs> Nobody wants a spoiled Aggie. Not this early, huh? <laughs> Not this All early. All right, that's fine. Uh, for you OU fans, Arkansas State's at uh, number 20 OU. Let's see, they're, they're playing OU? Yes. 
Go get them Red Wolves. Red Wolves all the way. Howl. Howl, boys. Uh, Maybe the coolest uniform adjustment of the season so far. The Cougars of Houston. I haven't seen this. You haven't seen it? I haven't seen the Cougars. They're hosting UTA today. We all love Jeff Trailer, so this is going to be tough. We do? Oh, I love Jeff Trailer. Come on this show. He's a friend of the show. (laughs) His Gilmer days are behind (laughs) Kicked open up a game, you would mutter things. Uh, back in the day, we can forgive and forget. <laughs> Houston has redesigned their home uniform oh. for this week, and it looks as though it it is the Houston Oilers uniform. Ah, same color scheme with the scripted Houston across the helmet instead of the oil, Derek. And uh, they're getting a lot of love for this. Love today. Blue. They're getting a lot of love. Cougars who. Yes. Almost got caught up in the theme song. You're a Cougar High guy. I'm a Cougar High guy. All right. So uh, them or uh, San Antonio? Well, I don't root for uh, Jeff Trailer as much as I do uh, his assistant, who I used to live next door to his father in law, Uh but uh, Matt Turner, who's his longtime assistant. But uh, I I think I'm going to go Cougar High this week. I like that. Cool uniform. Cool uni. They got to get some. Some kind of credit, some kind of points for that. And what would be a close pick for me, I'll lean that direction for the uniform. Yeah. But UTSA, I would not be upset if they no, won. No, no, I'm with you. Uh, Colorado TCU in the intrigue game of the weekend. Uh, I don't think we can have enough uh, Dion hype early and often. Whew. So I'm I'm rooting for the upset of the Horn Frogs. What? Typically, I'm a Texas rooting person. What? But Dion's a quasi Texan, and what? Uh, I love Boulder, and I love Colorado, and uh, I uh, I just uh, I don't think we can get enough Dion. I think Dion is just going to be uh, the fun part of this whole thing. If if he goes out and puts up seven wins, he may be coaching the NFL next year. Or Florida State. Yeah. Even though State. they won't have him. Yeah. Quite the uh, throwdown today with he and Danny Cannell. Ooh, a throwdown. Oh, yeah. They went back and forth about uh, little jabs. Dion uh, took exception to the fact Cannell made reference to the fact that Dion's being kind of a turd by not recognizing his seminal roots because Dion got his degree from a different college, historically black college, and so he claims to not be a seminal. Cannell took him basically to task on it, and Dion punched back. So the intrigue keeps mounting on this. Dion will put on any uniform. <laughs> For, enough money. For enough money? Yeah, Are he, you kidding me? Loyalty was never Dion's problem. I can't believe you're rooting against the Horn Frogs. The Horn Frogs. I'm all with the, uh, with the old conference. conference. I'll be honest, but those Horn Frogs. Uh, they're the reason Texas is leaving the Big 12. <laughs> can't be. It's a respectful choice. I'm TCU a, all the way. There you go. Dion. See, you say seven wins. I'm hoping about eight or nine losses. I want to see him get to be surly by the end of the year. Much more surly than he and Danny Cannell. Oh, more back surly back. than that. More surly than surlier. Oh, there's nothing as surly as an angered Seminole. No. Not at all. All right, Sunday matchups. We got two of them. Northwestern trying to put behind them a horrific offseason will open at Rutgers. Yes. Uh, uh, 
I don't. A tie's fine with me. I don't. I don't care yeah. about either one of these schools. Well, I don't say you care about them. Yeah. But I care about the fact that I think Northwestern's this will be thump one on the, the head isn't yeah. going far enough yet. Yeah. Thump them some more. Yeah. Scarlet Knight. Thump them some more. Besides, Northwestern's always giving Wisconsin a hard time. What's Rutgers? The Jersey Boys? Is that what they're called? Scarlet Knights. <laughs> Jersey Boys. <laughs> Jesus. I don't have my water here. <laughs> and finally, uh, LSU and Florida State. Matchup of top 10 teams at Tallahassee. Um, you know, for some reason, I find myself rooting for Brian Kelly. Yeah. I don't why? You know, he's a Notre Dame guy. That's one reason you root for him. Yeah, but he was smart enough to get away from there, and I appreciate that. And I think the guy's a good football coach. I think so, too. And I think he was a good hire. It's a great even hire. Even though uh, I think people tried to poo-poo that hire. They're stupid. I think that's a better hire than Jimbo was. And uh, I think he's going to do well down there. So I'm, I'm good with LSU. I am no fan of Florida State number one. Number two, I like to see LSU being successful. The better LSU is, it seems like the better the SEC is. And if you're Arkansas, you want LSU on top of their game for your upset opportunity Yes, when that comes Later around. Home. Yes. So LSU all the way. It doesn't hurt that Brian Kelly has some Notre Dame times ties to him. Something we can agree on. Yes. Wisconsin opens with Buffalo. I think I'll the Luke Fickle area big area. Join you with the Badgers there. Yeah. Let's we'll see yeah. if they can throw the football at all. This is going to be weird. I'm, you know, if you're, if you're, by the way, uh, uh, Graham Metz, who had been the starter in Wisconsin a few years ago, got the starting job, at, I believe, at Florida State. So you got a Badger quarterback that's moved to Florida to throw the football, and now his team that he left behind is going to throw the football. It's crazy world we live in, Chuck Zach. Cuckoo go nuts is what it is. It is. It's a crazy world. Yep. All right. Don't forget, uh, Kirk and Company tomorrow morning. It's the Friday edition, which means... It's the Billy Lavender Show. Oh, man. He's going to have a full day tomorrow. He's broadcasting everywhere. He's broadcasting everywhere? Yeah. He's going to be here. He's going to be out in the Metroplex. I figure he'll be on the ticket tomorrow afternoon. Really? Yeah. Well, he'll may get one on the way, but either yeah. way, he uh, he's everywhere, Billy Lavender. 7 o'clock tomorrow morning right here. Yeah. He'll talk up. He's got two this weekend. When you go all summer long and you're like, okay, I'm ready for something to happen, now here it is. It's yeah. the sweet spot for Razorback Billy. Yeah. Hogs play Saturday. Tigers play Friday. So he's got to go to the Metroplex and go back to Arkansas. He won't sleep till, I guess, next week yeah. someday. Labor Day. One day he'll get yeah. some rest. It won't be Sunday. No. All right. We're out of time. Appreciate you tuning in. We will see you again. No show on Monday for us because of Labor Day. So we're off Friday. We're off Monday. we got a schedule like Lavender. We yeah. got to work on Tuesday. Banker's hour. Yeah, we'll see you then. You guys take care. Have a great Labor Day weekend. And uh, hope your teams win this weekend. And be righteous in your picks. 